Welcome to another edition of Who's Better Baseball, the podcast where we answer a simple question on each show. Who's better at baseball? I'm your host, Ryan Ficklestein, managing editor, JustBaseball.com. On this site right now, we are running articles for the top X factors in each division. The first one that went up, written by Tyson Shushkowicz, was the top X factors in the American League East. Now you wonder, how does this lead into a show where we answer that simple question, Who's better at baseball? Well, these are players that can be better this year than they've been in the past. That could take their teams and make them a hell of a lot better if they have a big, big campaign. So, what we're going to do is we're going to look at the one that Tyson pinpointed. And then I'm going to go through each roster and pick some more X-Factors that these teams need to have. You know, be successful if you're going to make a run at the postseason. For some of them, when you're looking at the likes of the Orioles or the Red Sox, and then for the top three teams who are really contending for this division, X-Factors that have to come into play for them to take that crown. So we start with the Baltimore Orioles. Tyson made a pretty simple choice here. I'm going to pick the best player on the team. That's what he did. And it's hard to argue that there's any player that's more of an X-Factor for the Orioles' success this year than Adley Rushman. The guy was sensational last year the Orioles season turned when he came up and that's a big big thing to think about that this is a guy that you know helps your pitching staff he is a key cog in your lineup he really does everything he's got his fingerprints on the game in so many ways and now with the running game being as apparent around the league with the bigger bases with the pitch clock and teams really running wild you need a great catcher back there that has an exceptional pop time that can make those strong throws, that can keep that at bay. And Adley is as good as anyone in the game at doing that. He has every chance to be the clear-cut best catcher in all of baseball over Jay Terrio Muto this season. That's how highly I think all of us are on Adley Rushman's potential. So I'm not going to knock Tyson at all for that pick. And I really think that he might have nailed it. There is one player that I think could be a bigger X factor with the sense that they are looking at, if you look at this Orioles rotation, there's one guy that could come into it that could make it a hell of a lot better. And that's Grayson Rodriguez. And that makes him a a massive X factor, especially because we don't know when we're going to see him. He's in AAA right now. First start didn't go great. How quickly does he work through whatever he has left? to develop and get himself in a position where he can come up and be a big contributor for them. That's a huge deal when your you know, opening day starter was Kyle Gibson. That That's massive for them. Uh, you know, Cole Irvin came over in a trade. Don't know how good he's going to be. You got Dean Kramer, you know, Kyle Bradish. This rotation needs Grayson. And if we wanted to pinpoint any more X-Factors, just look at the starting lineup. I can make an argument one through nine, basically, that all these guys are X-Factors because, you know, they haven't really completely established themselves as above-average contributors, but they all have the capability uh, to to be that. You know, Cedric Mullins, are you going to get 2021 version of him where he was incredible, all-star, or 2022 where he faded? Anthony Santander, is he going to be a guy that's going to hit 30 home runs again, or is he going to look... Like less than that. Ryan Mountcastle, is he going to fully establish himself and be the best version of what the Orioles hope he can be? Gunnar Henderson, first full season. He has every uh, you know opportunity to establish himself as one of the better players in this league this year. Austin Hayes, Adam Frazier. I mean, there's a lot of guys that are X-Factors, but 
you know, if you're looking at the two that are going to kind of decide things the most for Baltimore, I think Tyson was right because it's hard to deny that Adley is not the, the most important player on this team. And then beyond that, Grayson Rodriguez, uh, maybe more of an X factor in the sense of the word as it can go really either way. Where Adley, I think we're pretty sure what he's going to be. Now, we move over to the Boston Red Sox. Tyson looked at Chris Sale as their top X factor, and I think that's a great choice because that does have the ability to go either way. Chris Sale, he could be hurt again. He could not be as effective. We haven't seen Chris Sale be Chris Sale in some time. You look at his last couple of seasons and the amount he's been able to pitch, 2022, two, in, or two starts, five and two-thirds. 2021, nine starts, 42 and two-thirds. Last time we saw him, 2019, 147 and a third, made 25 starts, pitched to a 4-4-0 ERA. I mean, and that was you know missing all of 2020. So the last time we really saw this guy be himself was 2018. That's five years ago. So what is Chris Sale at this stage of his career? We really don't know. It's a great X-factor pick by Tyson. Beyond that, I mean, look, this starting lineup uh, has a lot of different X-factors. One that I'd like to discuss here is Alex Verdugo. We actually wrote an article about him at JustBaseball.com last week. Ali Palmer did a great dive on him. You're looking at a guy that, you know, at his best could be maybe a 125 to 130 WRC plus guy that's giving you some above average defense in right field, but he wasn't that last year. So what version of Alex Verdugo are you going to get? In the second half last year, the numbers really ticked up, and the Red Sox needed to be that guy for the full season. He showed up to camp in better shape. He is never going to be Mookie Betts, but Alex Verdugo needs to be the best version of Alex Verdugo to solidify right field for Boston to the point that they might even consider giving him an extension and keeping him around for a little bit. If I look at this starting lineup, he's the guy next to Rafael Devers that I think can actually be the Robin. There's no one else in this lineup that I think is going to be Robin this year. Like Justin Turner, great hitter, but you know how much value are you getting from a DH at this stage? Masataka Yoshida, left field. You know, it's easy to play at Fenway. That's why he's going to be out there. Not a great defender. He's going to be a good hitter. He's already gotten off to a pretty good start. But I still think there might be a somewhat limited ceiling with his power potential where he's going to be a good hitter. But is he going to be the guy that's going to hit you 30? I don't know. Adam Duvall is off to a great start. And I look at him and Kike Hernandez up the middle as X-Factors because, man, are those guys going to be able to hold up and play those demanding positions at their age? For Duvall, he's playing center field at 34. It's not an easy place to play center field either, but they're trying to bash their way to wins, and having that edge of Duvall as your center fielder is a big boost to them. Kike Hernandez at shortstop. What's he going to look like at the position? Another article we've written here. Uh, diving into that at JustBaseball.com. You can find that one as well. That's another X-Factor. Tristan Casas is an X-Factor. But all of those guys, to me, for looking at this lineup, none of them could be as good as Verdugo is. And I think that makes him uh, maybe the biggest X-Factor in that starting lineup. We move over to the Toronto Blue Jays, Tyson's Toronto Blue Jays. He knows this team better than anyone, and the biggest X-Factor he pinpointed was George Springer. I think that's a great choice because... I can make the argument that George Springer is the best player on the Toronto Blue Jays, and I say that knowing that they have Bo Bichette and Vlad, 
Guerrero Jr. But those are two guys that give you nothing defensively. And, you know, Springer and right field, the defense can play up. And let's not forget how good George Springer is. Look at his last four seasons, right? Waiter runs creative plus again. Measures hitters on a league average of 100. Last four years, the WRC plus totals for Springer, 155, 143, 140, and 132. 2019, 122 games played for the Astros. He hit 39 home runs. Now, granted, that was the juice ball season, but 39 homers in 122 games is nothing to sneeze at. Now, hit 292 that year, 383 on base, 591 slug. Ridiculous season. Don't think he ever replicates that. But then we look at what he did from 2020 through 2022, and we get a sense of the type of player he can continue to be moving forward. The average, always around 265. It was 265 in 2020, 264 in 2021, 267. On base, always around 350, 359, 352. Then last year, 342. Slug can be in the mid-fives. 540 in 2020, 555 in 2021. Last year, it was down to 472. He hit 22 home runs in 78 games played in 2021, his first year in Toronto, but health kept him off the field for about half the season. 2020 had 14 homers and 51 games, and last year he had 25 homers and 133 games. I think this is a guy that can hit 30 again this year. I think this is a guy that can still probably swipe you 15 bags if you want him to, drive in a lot of runs, play above average defense and right. Love that X factor for Toronto. I think Tyson made a good pick there. You know, Bo Bichette and Vladdy are still going to carry this team, but you need some of these other guys to help out in a big way, and Springer's a real answer. Dalton Varsho is another I'd pinpoint coming over first year with Toronto. Balance that lineup from the left side a little bit. Guy's going to play exceptional defense in the outfield. And, you know, really, I think, you know, can be when it comes to F4, one of the more valuable players on this roster. So I, I like that a lot for, for them as far as X factors. And then the one that we have to discuss, who's probably, if we were just to look in a vacuum of what an X factor is, somebody that, again, could be bad, could be great. It's Jose Barrios. I mean, that's, that's an X factor if we've ever seen one. Guy that has frontline stuff that could give them three real clear-cut frontline guys in Manoa and Gosman and Barrios. Bassett's good. I don't know if he's frontline. I think he's like the best three starter in baseball for a regular season where every fifth day generally is going to give you a chance. He had a horrible first start, but I don't think that continues. I think he finds a way to solidify himself and be a 3-5 ERA guy and be consistent for them. But he's not a guy I want to hand the ball to in a playoff start and feel great about. He's the guy I hand the ball to in game four, and I hope I get through the lineup two times and hand it over to my bullpen. Jose Barrios, if he's right, he can be the guy that you get the ball to and you're confident in, but he's got to really prove it this year after the last few seasons that he's had and after a shaky World Baseball Classic as well. Now we're on to the New York Yankees. Tyson pinpointed Anthony Volpe as their top X factor, and I think that's the kind of sexy pick right now coming off of uh, winning the job in spring training. He's got a lot of speed. He's got to prove that he can play everyday shortstop at the big league level, and so far, so good. 
on that front. Really did earn the job in spring, not only with his bat, but the way he played shortstop defensively. They had a, a whiz of a defender in Peraza. They could have stuck it short, but he didn't hit. Volpe did, and Volpe showed he could be the shortstop. You know, Maybe one day he moves to second base for Peraza if they move on from Glaber after this season. But for now, uh, Volpe is the shortstop, and he's got a, a tall task ahead of him. So I think that was a solid pick. There's a lot of X factors you can look at in the rotation. Like, when are you going to get Carlos Rodon back? And in a sense, that's a massive X factor because you have him and he's healthy. Finally, you have a co-ace with Garrett Cole. Right now, this rotation looks very, very thin without those guys, without Frankie Montas, but you're probably not going to get back with Severino down right now. You know, Cole is the next factor in the sense that you need him to carry you, but I think you know what you're going to get from Garrett Cole. So I think Rodon is the guy there. And then the only other one I want to mention when it comes to X-Factors, Giancarlo Stanton. Look at this lineup. Read the names. No one has the ability to be a better you know, second superstar to Aaron Judge than still Giancarlo Stanton. He's still a guy that hits baseballs harder than most guys in this league. He still has 40 home run pop, and they need him healthy. So, in a sense, if you told me like which player is going to decide whether the Yankees are going to win this division more, Stanton or Volpe, I might actually pick Stanton because he just has that ability to really just change the fortunes of the Yankees if he is right and on the field. Last but not least right now, certainly the first place team in this division, the Tampa Bay Rays have started the season undefeated 4-0. You look at the article, Tyson has Shane McClanahan as their X-Factor. I think that whole rotation is an X-Factor because the whole rotation could come together and be the best staff in baseball. That is the ceiling we're looking at here. You know, Zach Gafflin looked great in his first outing. Changeup you know, seems to be reworked and could be even better. They signed this guy to the biggest free agent contract in team history, and it was kind of shocking that they showed out that money for Eflin. They saw something there. He could have the best season of his career. Jeffrey Springs has come out of nowhere to be big. Drew Rasmussen could have a, a monster season. So I like the Shane pick in the sense that you know he's going to be uh, in the Cy Young comp- conversation, but all these guys are X-Factors because you know, they could end up going 1 through 4, 1 through 5, 1 through 6, 7, 8 when it comes to the depth that this team has and have above-average guys taking turns in this rotation. Starting lineup, though. There's a guy that I look at and I say, wow, what an X-Factor that could really make a difference. It's Randy Arozarena. I-, I think I was looking at loud at first because, you know, down year last year, injured. Can he ever get back to 39 home runs from the second-base position? That's obviously got to look at. You know, Wander, is he going to be a top-five shortstop in baseball finally this season? All that stuff is fine and well, but I want to give Randy some shine because you know, he has been kind of dubbed like a tournament player, right? He was incredible in the WBC. He was, of course, amazing in the shortened season in 2020 and in the playoff run. But he could also be amazing all year. And this is a guy that I think could be 30-40 this year. I think he hit 30 home runs. I think he'd swipe 40 backs. He stole 32 last year. He hit 20 homers. Adding 10 home runs to that total might seem like a lot, but we've seen his power on full display. If he puts it all together and has the type of season that he's really capable of with his talent, I don't think 30 is out of the question. And then 40 stolen bases to add 8 with the bigger bases and everything else, I think that's on the table for a Rosa Reina. 
No, his best season up to this point is 2021, where he played 141 games, put up a 3.8 F4, and that has maybe led to some people undervaluing him and saying, okay, he's good. He's a very good player. He's a four-win guy. Now that that's I think what people have kind of tabbed him as. Look, I don't know if you know that's the best we've seen from him. I wouldn't be shocked if he put up a 5.4 F4 season, 5.5, and really did become a guy that you look at as a clear-cut all-star moving forward. So that is a big X factor for the Tampa Bay Rays. In this division, there's a lot of competition. There's two teams that are trying to hang in there in the wildcard race with the Orioles and the Red Sox. The Blue Jays have started off slow, but we know the talent that they possess. Tampa looks like a machine right now, so we'll see if this is one of those years where they just roll all the way through. And the Yankees are always going to be atop this division. So this is a division full of great players, full of a lot of X-Factors that could go any which way through the 162-game campaign. Uh, Make sure you are following along with all the written content that we have at JustBaseball.com. We're going to be posting more of these X-Factors. We're going to be posting bold predictions in each division. Uh, we're going to have all those for you over the coming weeks here. So make sure you're following along and make sure you're checking out Who's Better Baseball as I'll continue to break down top X-Factors based on the article series that's going live on the site. Thank you for listening. Make sure you follow, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. And as I've been mentioning, keep checking out everything we got cooking at JustBaseball.com.